This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. This program brought to you by SPH Kundalila, experts in surface mining solutions on the line. It's Professor Dion Foster. Dion, good morning. I know that you do all of your uh, university work remotely. Ever considered just keeping the pajama part at the bottom and then only going slightly more formal at the top? <laughs> Brad, you know, when we went into lockdown, I mean, it seems like a lifetime ago. Um, it was summer, of course, but it uh-huh. was warm. And I remember having to have all these meetings with donors and, you know, <laughs> international bodies that we're doing research for in the Senate meetings. And I'd always be wearing a smart shirt, sometimes even a jacket or a blazer. But with short pants, you know. <laughs> I knew it. I, I must say, I, I, I like putting on my jeans because, you know, somehow they, they just feel a bit warmer. Oh. And, and I do have to nip out, you know, to fetch my, my son from school. So, yeah, yeah, I, I get dressed. Uh, funny. <laughs> now, Dion, when we get to spend time with you, um, it seems like you crack open the scripture to us in a way that we don't we don't get it any other way, dished up on breakfast. Um, and I think these different perspectives are so important. Uh, just before you get stuck into it, I mean, because, say in saying that, it's almost as if one's personality starts to shine through in the way that you dissect and share scripture, and you bring it in a way that's sort of true to your personality. You know, that's kind of a, a it's, it's a, the truth remains. The the truth, but the way we deliver it, I think it's quite a personal thing across the across all different people, don't you think? Brad, I think that's absolutely spot on, and you know, they, they, we need to be honest about that. I think because sometimes that's where that's where we get it wrong. I think sometimes when we can't see what aspects of our reading of of the biblical text is is our own commitment or our own particular um, likes and dislikes or mm. the things that we find easy or, or difficult. And, you know, I, I always joke and say I still have uh, my Bible that I got from when I came to, to faith in Christ as, as, a, as a really young guy yeah. in high school. And, you know, that Bible has as much of my own handwriting in it as, as it has the original printing. And it's always <laughs> interesting when I go through it and look at all of the bits where it says, you know, God's going to bless you and you are God's favorite. And, you know, my name's always there, but all the ones, you know, God's going to judge this person. It's always got someone else's <laughs> name next <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there's a, a wonderful theologian called Richard Carney, a, mm. a, a, an Irish theologian who speaks about it as, as a, calm, uh, a carnal hermeneutics. In other words, we, we read the world through our bodies. You know, we can only engage with one another and, and the world that we encounter through our senses, through what we see and smell and taste and hear. And, and, and ultimately, and, you know, that comes, comes into our feelings. Now, Brad, today's uh, topic is a bit of a strange one. And, uh-huh. um, you know, the, the, the title of, of what I want to share with you today is, is God's face cloth. And uh, I wish I could claim to have invented that phrase. Uh, I, I can't. It was uh, invented or, or, or brought into a discussion by uh, a friend of mine, Alan Story, who's mm. the minister of the, the Central Methodist Mission in Cape Town, where the refugees were, were housed for some time. And uh, Alan and I actually have a podcast together. We've, we've uh, recorded about 100 episodes. Wow. We, we read through the whole of the Bible from the, the perspectives of justice and peace. And uh, this week's episode was actually that one. We've pre-recorded them and we're releasing them. And um, this week's episode was the one on God's face cloth. And, uh, you know, Alan tells the story. He says when he was a little boy, he was one of, of, of four kids. 
um, his mom would always, you know, grab him and say, Alan, your face is dirty. Get me a wet cloth. Now, uh, <laughs> as Alan tells it, I can just picture this, you know, and he says it's the same in every part of the world that he's ever been. I can say that's certainly been true for me. You see the mom, she grabs the little child and puts, puts her hand behind the little child's head and then, you know, sort of rubs that face all <laughs> yes. over the, the face and cheeks to get the chocolate off. But he goes on to say, you know, one of the things that we recognize about a parent is that a parent realizes that the cleaning doesn't stop with the face. We've mm. got to then move to the hands and wipe off all the sticky stuff on, on, on the child's hands. But then there's a further step. We've got to move beyond the child and say, okay, where has my little lad been? Or where has my little girl been? Mm. What have they touched? You know, those mirrors, those smears on the wall, the coffee table, sometimes even the dog or the cat, which ends up <laughs> being covered in, in chocolate. And, you know, he, he, he reminded me again yesterday that, you know, when God deals with us, when, when Jesus comes to save us, Jesus does begin with you. He begins with me. He says, Dion, come near. I want to cleanse you. I want to, I want to remove all the grime, all, all the muck. I, mm. I want your beauty to shine through what I've created you to be. But once we've done that, I also want to begin to move into your life and find everything that you've touched, yeah. everything that, that bears the mark, sometimes of our brokenness, uh, sometimes of our, our struggle, our inadequacy. And I want to clean that as well. I, I also want to make that new so that it's not only you who's new, but everything that you're related to. Now, that's actually a very, you know, it comes from the Scriptures. Luke mm. chapter 19, verse 10, um, Jesus says it himself, and he says it in this way. He says, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Now, let's just quickly break that passage down. It's interesting, um, first of all, that, that it starts with saying that, that when Jesus comes, he comes to seek. Yeah. He pursues. He he goes after you and me. He, he looks for us in the places where, where we hide, the places where, where we feel we, we, we can't be seen, those mm-hmm. places where, where you know, we just want to want to cringe and go away. And Jesus comes and finds us there in a loving way. And then it says um, you know, that, that he goes beyond that because interesting is, if you look at that passage, is it says not only that Jesus comes to seek and save those who are lost, but in the Greek, it actually uses the neuter, uh, the Greek word talk, mm. um, comes to seek and save that which was lost. So Jesus moves through you and beyond you into your world. And he says, okay, let me start working in your marriage. Let me start working in your family. Let me start working in your, in your workplace. And let me bring my face cloth and not only clean you, but begin to renew and mm. clean and restore all of those things that you touch. So, Brad, that for me was just such a wonderful image. And this morning when I prayed, I just said, Lord, would you come and, and wash my face and yeah. wash my hands? Would you also wash all of those things that, that I'm connected with? Dion, I can't help but think um, when we clean our face, uh, the face doesn't stay clean forever. Uh, you know, after the next meal or after the next whatever, there's a bit of more dirt there and a bit dirtier and a bit there. And so this is really an, 
an ongoing process that we have to be comfortable with. We're, we're going to be the kind of people that are going to need a, a regular washing, you know. Uh, and, and I think we also need to acknowledge the fact that as much as we are saved by grace through faith, there, there is that daily routine and we can't neglect that because you don't want to get to a point where someone says, oof, I don't want to hang out with him. You know, ke- keeping the metaphor going a little longer, Dion, he's a, a little bit smelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Brad, you know, that's absolutely true. I mean, that's the wonder of God's grace, mm. that, that God recognizes who we are. And, and the scriptures are so full of, of, of reminders of that, of saying, hey, Dion, I want you to be perfect. I want you to strive for perfection because I'm perfect. Mm. The, the scripture says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. But, but the Lord also recognizes there's so many instances in which, which he, he expresses the fact that I know you can't be perfect yet. And that's okay. Strive for it. And what you can't do, I'm going to do for you. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be alongside you. I'm going to help you. And when you fall, I'll pick you up. When you stumble, I'll make sure that you're okay. You know, when you get dirty, we'll make sure that you get cleaned up again. So maybe just to say to, to any of our listeners who are listening today, and, and I know people often live with guilt over things that yes. they've done or haven't done, um, live with worry and fear about the consequences of sin. I want to say to you, the Lord knows you as you are, and He loves you. There's nothing you have to do to, to, to love Him more and, and to have more of His love. Let Him come and clean you today, and let Him move beyond you and, and begin to clean up everything that, that touches you and that you touch. We love that, Dion. Thank you. Thank you for the encouragement. And I hope everyone who's listening this morning feels hopeful and not shameful after this conversation. Thanks, uh, Dion. Have yourself a beautiful day. You too. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Bye, Dion. Then. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.